Um, excuse me? Is this thing on? Stop the presses. Hold the phone. It's time to step up to the mic. Here's what's going on in your community. Hey, it's time for another Humans in Tune segment here on 93.9 Mike FM. Darren Bergfeld hanging out with you. Thanks for joining me in the studio. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Not so much. We got clouds. We got rain. But here in the studio, it's perfectly sunny. And on social media, a lot of times, it's perfectly sunny, isn't it? Uh, but my guest in the studio today has got some tips for us and some history knowledge and all kinds of good things we're going to talk about um, as we dive in on it. And if I can get my guest camera up, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please clap and applaud and welcome Robert Stern, the king of social media, a.k.a. the social leader, a.k.a. my guest on Humans in Tune. Welcome, Robert. Glad you're here, man. Hey, Darren. Thanks for having me. Great to be on. You bet. Um, you know, you're a, the AKA is the king of social media. Um, extensive experience is probably a little underwhelming to, to say. You've, you've got a lot of experience in the social media world. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 47, about to be 48. I'm going back. You know, I can, I can historically think of the MySpace and ICQ days and, and all of that. But Let's, um, you know, right off the bat, your role in the social media world is, is you're, you're producing, obviously, your own content, but you're also you're helping people maximize what they can get out of their content. Yeah, and just to, just to go on what you said earlier, you're 47. I'm 55. So I'm with, I'm, you know, MySpace and, you know, Friendster. Yeah. And, and people forget. Social media actually started back in the 80s with the chat rooms on AOL where you had to write A slash S slash L just to start off the conversation. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Woo. Those were, those were Cro-Magnon days for social media, weren't <laughs> That's they? That's social media in its rawest form, mm-hmm. you know, engaging and interacting with each other. So, yep. I, I mean, little story on me. I mean, I was a real estate agent for 10 years when social media this type was born in the early 2000s. And I trapped into it and, and dropped, dropped into it and started using it for myself, mm-hmm. you know, to build my real estate sales and everything. Right. And it took off before I knew it. Uh, 70% of my business was coming through social media. And this was during 2006, seven, eight, when the, when Not the bomb good economy. dropped. Yeah. And I'm still creating business and all the people in my office are going, what's he doing? How's he, how's he <laughs> doing that? And how do I get on board? Right. Yeah. So I started training people in my office, how to use a Facebook, how to, you know, it was the Facebook back then. Right. They dropped the. <laughs> Thank goodness. Cause it's, you know, the, uh, the old folks, we're going to the Walmart, we're going to the Kmart, we're getting on the Facebooks. Thank goodness they dropped that the, yeah. But, you know, it was Facebook and YouTube was out and, you know, LinkedIn was around. That was it back then. And LinkedIn wasn't social media. Right. LinkedIn was networking to find a job. You know, they were competing against Monster and Yahoo and, you know, those guys in that right. stuff. Right. So in 2010, after training for a year and a half, a lot of people around my office and, and, and other people within the company, um, I turned around and started my own. I started the social leader and, uh, I had a lot of people turn to me and going, what the heck are you doing? This isn't going to be real. This is social media. It's a fad. Right. It's nothing. And I just saw that the world has turned digital. You know, we can go back to 2000, you know, the the 2000K option where the world was going to blow up. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about 
getting out there and having conversations. You know, sales is built on relationships. It's, it's about talking to people, meeting people and doing all those things. Well, social media makes that so easy. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, we're on social media this day yeah. and age average. The person is on social media three hours a day. Now I get, I get so much flack from that. They're like, I'm not on three hours a day. I go, Break that really? up. how about the five minutes when you're in the bathroom, when you wake up and you have to pull your phone while you're sitting on the toilet? Mm-hmm. And you're scrolling through your Instagram or Facebook feed or, and then later, and then five minutes here and five minutes there on average, you're on for three hours a day. Yep. So it's all about engagement. You know, what better way, you know, we're all about websites. We understand right. everybody's got to have a website. It's informational. It gives you the information about the person. My website's the same way they get to know about me I put a blog up, things like that. Yeah. Social media gives you the way to have a two-way street. I can post something. Darren, you can comment on it. I can reply back to you and start a conversation. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like it out there. You could be having 500 conversations a day. And in its essence, I mean, social media, albeit bells and whistles all over the place, right? But in its essence, going back to those AOL chat room days and the ICQ days and the, the MS messenger days, it's about that conversation. It's about that engagement. I said something, you responded, and we go from there. Exactly. And, and business is all about relationships. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a, quote, business, you don't have a product, you don't have a service. Maybe you're starting up a podcast and you, you, you just need to get an audience going. Well, what better way on social media to let people know to go and listen and build your audience? Yep. Yep. Or, hey, Jay Shetty. World known was a monk and all he does is spread goodness and messages. He's getting millions and millions of views on his social media. Yep. Yep. It's, it's the easiest form to use. However, it's the hardest form to use because there's so many things along the way. You got to sure. be consistent. You have to do things. You you can't be in sales mode 100% of the time. It's not an infomercial. We're mm-hmm. not looking at the ShamWow guy doing his thing over and over <laughs> and over again. Hey, friends. Yeah. <laughs> and if you act now, you know. <laughs> OxyClean. We remember OxyClean, though. Exactly. Thanks, Oxy buddy, Mace. Scrub yeah. Daddy from the Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things. It's. That's not what it's used for. It's, right. it's used for mainly educating and entertaining. And Nobody I think goes on social media to buy something. Right. They're there to just learn, learn, pass the time, have conversations. I get, that can lead to business. Yeah. But they go on for that. So I always talk about it, you know, with clients I work with, whether it's my coaching side or our management side, it's all about the three E's of social media. It has to have, your content has to have one of the first two E's to get the 30. It's either got to be educated, educational or entertaining. Right. Or both. If you get one of those done right, you get engagement. Mm-hmm. And engagement leads to business. Yep. Exactly. And it's, you know, I can think back uh, in the MySpace days, just in that same marketing mindset at the time I was doing tour management and stuff and working with bands. 
I would find so many bands in these cities because I'd go search for them in geographically on MySpace, find the bands, reach out, engage with them. They'd engage with me, and, and we'd go from there. Uh, it's the same concept today. I mean, the reason we're, we're here on Facebook Live, you know, we may have one or two viewers that pop on and pop off, pop on, pop off, but this is evergreen content. Tomorrow, somebody may engage with this video again, and I think that's kind of uh, a, a rule to remember when you think of that engagement level is, is what am I producing? What am I putting out there to, to attract engagement? Is that something that follows my business model, my business mindset, my business ethics, you know, all that kind of thing. Cause engagement comes in a lot of forms, right? Um, well, you know, so many different forms yeah. for engagement. It could be the like, the comment, the share, they could reach out to you in a private message. Uh, whether you're in the Facebook business page on your profile or maybe in a group, mm-hmm. You know, there's various ways, or, 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 or dare I say it, maybe they pick up the phone and call you. <laughs> <laughs> a telephone? What is this nonsense? But yeah. you know, Don't you feel bad for, for, you know, the guy invented the phone and it's like obsolete now almost? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, just having a conversation with our sales team this morning, um, you know, I'm encouraging use of QR codes and things for contest entries and stuff for that analog kind of feel. But when you think about that, you're still engaged. Now your phone's using to engage in a, in a digital contest or something like that. So, um, you know, the, the phones, I think, gosh, probably 2% of your phone's time spent on phone calls. Uh, the rest of the time it's computer. The most valuable app that's on your, your, your smart device right now is your phone. Pick up the phone. I'll give you, I'll give you a funny anecdote because I know we got a little time, but you bet. I think it was five years ago, I put a post out on Facebook, on my personal profile, giving everybody a heads up. You're going to get a phone call. I called, it took me about three months, all 5,000 of the people that I was friends with. No kidding. Oh, oh, oh. cheers to you, sir. (laughs) But you know what it did? I had certain people that, you know, you know, Facebook has ruined the word friend. You know, it's, you know, do you have any friends? Yeah, I got 5,000 of them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I got 400 on Facebook. Of course I got friends. No, right. no, you have a friend. You know, that word's been misused a lot now. But what it did was there were certain people on Facebook, not your close friends that you knew before Facebook, but people you've met on Facebook through conversations, mm-hmm. through uh, uh, chats, other people's content yeah. that you start talking to and you just feel like, wow, you know, I like what they're saying. You kind of go along the same lines and then you friend them and you talk more. But if you pick up the phone and actually talk to them now, it makes the bond a little stronger. Oh gosh. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's like me and you talking on Facebook or emailing each other. I have no idea what your voice sounds like. We're on video. I have no idea what your mannerisms are like. Right. I have no idea what those things. But once you get to see those things, it takes it to a different level. And I so think- I literally called five thousand people because back then the phone numbers were more accessible. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody was putting their phone number on it. Now some people have hit them, but they're still. You know, if anybody's listening, which I hope you are, <laughs> go through your Facebook on business. See if anybody's got phone numbers, or even if it's a real estate agent, somebody go to their website, get their phone number, and say, pick them up and just say, I just wanted to say hi. We're friends on Facebook. Right. And we don't talk that much. You will get business. 
And, you know, and you may have fallen into this too, just somebody local that you're friends on Facebook with and you see them out in public and you know that you're friends on Facebook, but you don't engage in person. And or, or, you, or you're walking in the store going, they look familiar. Uh-huh. How do I know that person? Oh, they're not wearing a clown wig and drinking Jaeger right now. That's why I don't know. <laughs> they don't look familiar. Yeah. Now that was last night. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, you know, and, and of course, we're, we, we talk of Facebook because it's the lion's share of the social media world. But there are Correct. so many other social media outlets. You know, we think of Instagram, of course, which is owned by Meta and Facebook and everything else. Um, but, you know, we, we chatted about LinkedIn. You know, uh, I know if you Google uh, Robert Stern right now on Google, your LinkedIn page is going to be the first thing that comes up on Google page one. Um, LinkedIn is extremely powerful it right is. now. And underused, I've been, I for, I've been working LinkedIn for about 10, 12 years hard. I'm almost at my cap of connections of 30,000. Um, my content gets engagement now because there is so much. And they have all these new features since Microsoft took over a few years ago mm-hmm. when they bought them. That they are really, I'll give you an example. Um, it's brand new. They have the newsletters now that you can create mm-hmm. off your personal profile, not off a business page. Okay. So you can name your newsletter. I now have a newsletter called the Social Media Scoop. And I put a little picture up. And when you post your first article on it, it lets all your followers know. All of them. That's incredible compared to what what exposure you get. I mean, this video that's live right now. And you can subscribe to that newsletter on LinkedIn. Like you could subscribe to a blog and subscribe to other things. So I posted my first article on Thursday. I have now 2,500 subscribers. That's awesome. So I'm sitting here going, my second article is going out this week. And that means I automatically know 2,500 people are going to see it. Because if you subscribe, you automatically get notified. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what's huge to note, uh, a lot of people, you know, you and I are in that world. We've worked in that social media world for a long time. So it's not intimidating us. And we know by far thousands of businesses are intimidated by this. The nice thing about that feature through LinkedIn is that you know, it's not a third-party software like MailChimp or, or Miama or something like that where you've got to build the format out and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, you've got – you can basically just go in, plug in your content, and they're going to create that to your audience. And I and like you said, the knowledge that it's not just uh, just floating in the ether, you know, that it's targeted reach, I think that's huge. Huge. I mean, I, mean, I was watching the subscriber numbers. I was like, what the heck is going right. on? Right. How did I get 1,000 subscribers to something in one day? Right. I was like, that's like a gold mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and alongside LinkedIn, you know, there's your Google My Business pages, which is a, you know, basic bottom line thing that every business needs to, to, to claim and take care of. Location, you need a Google My Business. Yep. Got to. And then, listen, don't talk, you know, Pinterest. It is a social media mm-hmm. platform, but you know what Pinterest is best known for? It is a search engine. Right. And it will bring you to people's websites. It is a website connection maker. Because when you click on one of those pins that you want to get more information on, bam, yep. right to the website. It's huge for searching. Yeah. Uh, and hey, TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, we all make fun of it, but you want to know what? Oh it's my gosh. Huge. It is absolutely huge. And now that it's integrated 
to, you know, share down the road, hit your IG, hit your Facebook from TikTok and TikTok being that root source for the content. Yeah, it, it spreads the butter a lot more evenly on the bread. That's for sure. Now, the thing I tell people all the time, you don't have to be on every single platform. Too many people think I got to be everywhere. I got to be on YouTube, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. I got to do live streaming. I got to do. And I'm like, guys, if you do that, you can have my job because that's what I do all the time. Right. You won't be able to go out and sell your real estate. You won't be able to go do your restaurant. You won't be able to do whatever you do because there's too much involved. Yeah. And, and it's like, pick two or three, but pick the two or three that your niche is on. Right. That's, the, that's key. You're, if where you're your a luxury realtor, you do high-end real estate, don't do TikTok. Right. It's not your, it, they don't have your niche. Yeah. It, exactly. it, it, it's a simple thing. It's, it's finding the right niche, finding the right platforms, and then being consistent. I was just on the phone with a, uh, a hopeful new client, um, and she's involved in the uh, um, divorce area. Okay. She does a lot of advice on divorce. She's not a lawyer. She's a journalist, actually, hmm. but has, a, has like a podcast and all this stuff. And we're okay. talking about these things. And I said, you need to go on TikTok. And she was like, what are you kidding me? I said, do you know how many 30, 40, and 50-year-old women are on TikTok that are going through divorces or have been divorced mm-hmm. that would love your information? That's because the niche is there. That's it. And it's like with any marketing. Know your audience, right? You, you're not going to, if uh, if you're selling ice cream to somebody, you're not going to go at, you know, advertise, you know, specifically to people who hate ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> It just makes sense. And it's, you know, you want to maximize uh, your budget. You want to maximize your effort. And I think when it comes to social media, that's what's key for people is, like you said, not putting your finger in every pie, finding those niches that fit your demographic, your marketable people that you're looking for, and then pour yourself into it. And then that way, uh, just like with anything we do, uh, a little bit of effort and everything is ineffective. But if you can pour yourself into and focus yourself into, you're going to maximize what you're getting out of those social media outlets. Once you master two or three, you can always add another. Yeah. But yeah. get those down first. Build them up. Make sure it's getting the right content. And keep testing new types of content. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, there are over, and we talk about Facebook, like you said, it's the lion's king. It's, right. it's, the, big, big, it's the elephant in the room. You right. can't get rid of it. And people are trying to say, I won't be on Facebook anymore. But you will be back because it is here. However. There are, and I figured this out already, this is going to scare you even, a thousand features just to use on Facebook. Oof. Yeah. There are features that are hidden that people don't realize they're still there or that are new and just haven't been pushed out yet. It is definitely constantly evolving. And it's, it's knowing what features are going to work best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to do a, a carousel? Do you want to do PDFs out there? Do you want to do a private group? Do you want to do a public group? Do you want to do a page? If you want to use the ad system, you have to have a page. Right. It, it, it's, do you want to do live streaming? Do, you can actually now, through third-party software, I can record this and have it like YouTube preview tomorrow as a yep. live stream on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, you know, after we're done today, I'm going to take this video. I'm going to pull the audio off and repurpose that on our podcast software. So it goes out through another medium. 
you know, and it's, again, it's getting to know those tools, knowing what fits best for your business model. Um, if that's overwhelming to you, that's why it's a good thing. There are people like Robert in the world that are, you know, on top of all of this stuff and they get it and then they're able to help you. And like you said, you know, you spoke with somebody earlier, a hopeful new client. I know that you um, recently had a conversation about uh, storytelling engagement and, and, you know, not every mode of, of communication fits every business. You know, the, the tire shop, they may, everybody works there as an introvert and doesn't want to do Facebook live. So either you hire somebody to do that for you or you find out what method works best for your business model. Correct, 100%. Listen, storytelling is in every aspect of our lives, whether you want to believe it or not. You're mm-hmm. doing storytelling. If you go in for a job interview, you're storytelling. Right, you're telling your you're story. Storytelling yourself to get the job. Right. I'm not saying you're lying. You're telling the story of you. Yep. If you are at a restaurant and the, guy, and the, the waitress is telling you the specials of the day, that's a story. Mm-hmm. The way they represent those specials may make you want one of them. If I just said, yeah, it has burger, it's an onions and cucumber and this on it. Oh, no, the savory burger, they cook it this way. And it's got these mm. great creamed onions on it that taste. I love it. It's my one of my favorites. Oh, you know what? I'll try that. Yep. <laughs> and that's and that on Facebook. Well, there's your text description. And then you're like, oh. But now I can see and hear the sizzle. There's that video element, you know, so. Exactly. And then, and then take it a step further. If you're speaking, make sure the words are on it because 60% of videos are not being watched because they don't have the words because they can't turn the sound on at work where you're listening to this right now. Right. Or in that public (laughs) restroom five minutes in the morning that we talked about. (laughs) Like the guy next to me is going to wonder where this conversation is coming. Facebook, you know, like at the doctor's office, Mm -hmm. you don't have your earbuds. Well, I'm not going to put that on because I don't want the volume on. You know, know but it has the words going across the screen, and I'm not talking closed caption. I'm talking burn the words on the screen, where you can make them bigger and bolder so that they can read them. It's so there's so many aspects of social media. It's scary. It is, and. You know, somebody before I got back into radio that comes from a social media management and digital management type side of things, I can understand that intimidation because my job was to take all of that complex mind stuff and condense that to crayon mode and tell you, here's what I suggest. Here's what you should do. Here's your budget. And here's where we'll go uh, moving forward. And ideally that's presented. So it's specific to that client, to that person. And that's what you do as well. You know, you, you come exactly. up with a, a recipe for the right soup for each client, and that's uh, that's how you get the results. And and that's the thing. Too many people try to duplicate other people on social media. Right. And that's the wrong way to do it right away. You don't want to do things because other people are doing it. Take their idea and put your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. You brought up recipes. How many How many companies, restaurants, have tomato soup? But if you go into different restaurants, they all might taste a little different. And mm-hmm. one's going to be more your style. Right. When I started working social media, and, and this is any industry, a lawyer, a realtor, anything, there's so many people that do what I do. Yeah. And I listen to other people saying, well, I'd love to be doing what you're doing, but there's just too many people doing it. And I said, you know, I think Nike thought that too. And, you know, it's, it's, 
They're, they're buying from you. They're learning from you. If your style, your way of doing things fits that customer better than another person, that's why you'll get the business. Right. Because it's the same thing with your social media. There's too many people out there saying, if you do this, 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 and exactly the way I said it, you'll be a six-figure month earner within two to three months. And I'm sitting up today. Yeah. yeah, sign me up today for the nine dollar <laughs> thing, and then get hit with the five hundred dollar thing, uh-huh. and get hit with the thousand dollar thing. And I'm sitting there going, "But that's not true," because you know what? It's a, it's it's not a sprint; it's a marathon, and you gotta just you gotta keep chugging along, chugging along, and making your tweaks along the way. And what makes you different on social media is actually what's better. It's you. Yeah. There's no other Gary V. There's no other Tony Robbins. There's no other Jay Shetty. I, I hate when you're in sports, like the next Michael Jordan. No, there's only one Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, and that's it, is to identify what makes you unique and sell that. That's your story. Day, that's your story. Why did you start that tire business? Mm-hmm. Or the or when you're going down, you're, you're in the St. Louis area and you're in the shopping district and they got this old-fashioned chocolate shop down there. It's third generation chocolate. It's the story about the guy who came across. He was a chocolate maker from Europe and he brought it over here and blah, blah, blah. Yep. It's the whole thing. It's the package of why I get people all the time. Why'd you get into social media? Because I was doing it for myself. Right. And the light bulb went on in my head and said, you know what? I enjoy social media so much and helping people. I should be doing that instead of just doing it for myself and real estate. Right. So I, I took a step back because nobody believed it in 2010 that social media was going to go where it was going. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and look what happened with COVID. How many small businesses closed down because they weren't ready with their social media? Mm-hmm. I know businesses up near me in New Jersey that did more money restaurants because of social media oh, during COVID. Absolutely. They did at their restaurant normally. Mm-hmm. Because of curbside pickup, they did live videos. They showed the sanitary conditions, and they didn't. All this, they had a few servers, and all they did was take out. It was go back mm-hmm. and forth to the cars with the masks on and everything. It was one restaurant. They were doing almost three thousand dollars a day. I don't doubt it. And well, in, in, in COVID time, you think about that. How many uh, conversations did we have about? Man, we're celebrating our frontline heroes. You know, the ones that have to go to work during this pandemic and are putting themselves on the line. You know, we're celebrating you and, and the businesses, Hey guys, you know, and that's it. It's an emotional plea. It's a storytelling engagement of we're not able to open the doors. We know you love and support us. We appreciate all of that. They already know they're confident in knowing their business is good. And that's so, so important. Not guys, our doors might close tomorrow. If we can't sell these burritos, that's a terrible approach. We know you love the food. We want to continue to serve you the way we can. And here's what we're doing. And like you said, showing that they've got the drive through pickup ruthless chick-fil-a style efficiency going on so that they can really push that out you know uh and yeah same thing around here i can i had conversations with uh one of the larger fast food chains uh their regional guy that owns a bunch of spots and and it was difficult for them to even consider reopening the dining rooms because of how much more business and more efficient the business was doing the curbside pickup the call and pickup and the, and the drive through so it's uh, and because of social media, they were able to get the word out. They were doing it. Exactly. 
and that created their business. Yep. So there were there were businesses that were saved because of it, and then there were businesses that closed up that could have been saved, but they didn't take the initiative. That's it, and it's the same story whether it's in our you know forty five thousand people town or whether it's in you know two hundred thousand in Springfield or whatever it is. It's the same yes. story. And the biggest thing is now understanding that. And if you're a business, if you have a business, a home business, a side hustle or a shop or whatever, you need your social media in place because mm-hmm. nothing is ever saying this couldn't happen again. And you want to be prepared. Think about it. You make more money off the sales you probably do off social media than you do on the shop with the mm-hmm. server and with everything else. Right. Yeah. Or if I ship it directly to you or, or you're cutting your overhead down. Yeah. Your overhead's cut. So you should have this in place, even if it's, I'm a big believer, you should be posting every single day, except LinkedIn. It's only four times a week or five times a week because they're, they're not more of a weekend thing. Right. But, and YouTube is once a week for me. But all the others, you need to be posting something daily. When I say mm-hmm. something, it could be a motivational quote on one day. It could be a, a picture of an employee mm-hmm. Your employee yeah. of the month. Celebrate the your month. people, your, you know, your culture. You a better one. User generated content. Mm. I just bought Rob's book. I don't have one yet, but I just <laughs> bought Rob's book. And I'm glad I didn't say I read it. <laughs> Wasn't it good? It was awesome. Got the cliff <laughs> notes. Like what? Two, it would, don't blink. You know, you miss <laughs> a word. <laughs> but, you know, they're holding the person's book and tag them. Mm-hmm. And then you get to use that content to push out. So it's user generated, you know, a uh, client of the month or, or somebody in the restaurant or yep. a dentist, uh, a pediatric dentist showing the kid with the big smile. And I, I, I think it's important to know too, that people need to understand that we're talking original content. We're not talking sharing somebody else's YouTube video and pumping that out. We're talking about, you know, you creating, you crafting and Create your own content. If you have to put, if I'm telling you to post seven times a week, five of them are original pieces of content. Mm -hmm. Minimum, five of them. And it could be a picture of you holding something or doing something or in a group picture. Listen, people starting to get back out into the public and I'm thankful for that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All day. And we're being careful still, but we're doing. Yeah. And people are starting to go to networking events again. And people are starting to, to go to classes like the real estate industry and lawyers. They're going back. And, if you go take an educational class, take a picture. Mm-hmm. Show people you're learning your more education about what's going on. Yep. That's a piece of content. Yep, exactly. It doesn't always have to be buy from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this new product. I have this new service. I have this new. Or, or, or better yet. You know, February through March, and, and and real estate agents, if you're listening, I love you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I was a realtor for time, but I'm going to pick on you right now. <laughs> I hate February and March because that's when I see all the posts of all the winners of the awards for the following right. year. But the problem is they all put them out at the same time. So it's like for a six-week period, all I see is... Silver award, gold award, platinum award, this, and that's great. And I love it, but don't keep talking about me, 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 me. It's all about the client. It's a why does it benefit the client? And because you won the award for 2021, that's great, but we're now in 2022. Right. Yep. And you know, the approach there is 
hey, we're so honored to get this award. This really shows that we're out there hustling for you day in, day out, looking for the perfect home business, blah, 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 for you. And it was recognized. That's cool. Put it back on the shelf. Let's talk about and I want to and I want to keep doing it this year. Right. That's the phrase at the end. I want to yep. keep helping as many people this year that I possibly can. Yep. But that's true. It's awards a wonderful thing. But when you're beating your chest all the time, a lot of people do get turned off. Right. Yeah. And then and they'll, they'll see it that way. It's like, well, he's ego tripping again. I'll it's like everybody introduces me now. The king of social media. I didn't dub myself that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have a tattooed across your chest, like right here or anything? No regret. Went out on one conference, and next thing I know, it took off, and I'm like, oh, God. There you go. You feel like you're doing mattress commercials when you get that, don't you? I need a little thing, a little crown. Well, I could probably use, like, on TikTok. They can give you those little Yeah, get a little filter on there. You nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think, uh, Robert, I, I appreciate you being on with me and talking about this, and I think for those who are engaging with this and watching it, um, you know, your biggest takeaways, as Robert said, is just creating that storytelling, telling your story, creating that content that engages your users, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or fabulous, you know, you're renovating and here's a picture on Instagram is being consistent, being being sincere in your message, uh, you know, and and just telling that story, whether it's the story of you're you're reading off the about us page on your website about how your great great grandpa started this wood shop in 19. 19- 12 or whatever uh to you know whatever that engagement is being sincere and telling your story that's it it's it's all about the story it's all about you we've all heard the word authenticity for the Mm -hmm. past many years i don't like using that word i just say be you yep just be Be you you, be honest and that like you and there's not going to be people that don't like that don't that don't like you and guess what it doesn't matter just just focus on you that's it Robert Stern, and uh, before we bail, I want to know, uh, you know, if, if folks want to learn more about you, they want to hit you up for tips and tricks, maybe some help on that social media side of things. Uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? What's the best way for them for, to do that deep dive on the Robert Stern? Best thing to do is to go to my website. It's thesocialleader.us, and at the top, there's a free 15-minute consult. Just hit the button. And let's have a quick Zoom or phone call, get ideas, and see what can be done. Very good. I have uh, I threw the website in uh, on the comments, and folks can grab them there. And of course, um, you know, I really appreciate you being here. It's such a wealth. I mean, we could, I'm sure, could go on for hours and hours and hours talking about this stuff because it's it's always been fascinating to me uh, since those early days and and watching it grow, watching it evolve, watching the naysayers get over and over again rolled. What's We're that? still in our infancy. Oh gosh, yeah. Growing, you know. Remember how when you updated an app, it was like every five, six months, and now it's daily. Yeah, constant <laughs> change and evolve. And, and well, and now you know we're stepping into a viable VR world. You know, I, I've got an Oculus Quest too. It's fun as heck, and I love playing with it. But that's another space. YouTube uh, has embraced it. They've got so many VR videos up on YouTube. And you know what happens when you watch a VR video on YouTube and you're not paying for the YouTube plus thing, you get to watch an ad. Um, so those, you know, those out there, social media is making its toes. I mean, Hey, who owns the Oculus? It's Facebook. It's meta. So 
Um, that's where we're at. So we're going to see that. I'll be able to do an interview live with you in your studio. Cause all I got to do is say, beam me up, Scotty. Right. I know. I don't want that day because uh, like from here down, I'm, you're lucky I'm wearing pants when I'm on the Facebook live. That's the world of radio. Yeah. So, but, but no, it's, it is absolutely true. And we're going to continue to see that evolve. And I know you're going to continue to keep your finger on the pulse of it and, uh, and, you know, be able to help those as we continue to move forward. So appreciate you very much, Robert. Definitely. If ever a chance to come back, we should do something else. We'll go in deeper. Absolutely. My guest today is Robert Stern, social leader. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Humans in Tune here on 93.9 Mike FM. Uh, again, I encourage you guys to hit up the website, 939mikefm.com. Be sure to follow us on social media as well so you can be apprised when these further adventures with Humans in Tune and our Mike Side Chats and all the good stuff we do on the Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. You guys have a fantastic Wednesday. Be a nice human, and I will see you on the flip side.